子真的超好，谢谢。Hey, how you doing? You're tuning into a brand new episode of Tell the Talk the with Q. I have、the、a very,、I. very special guest with us this evening. I really, really hope you guys had the opportunity to tune into last week's episode. Make sure you send your suggestions, responses. If you agree with how I felt, you didn't agree, let me know. But you know, it's a new week, brand new episode, and we have a very, very influential guest with us. I'm gonna give him an opportunity to introduce himself. Um, Isaiah Thomas. Um, a lot of people know me as Zabo. Zabo seven 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 on Instagram.、Twitter. He gave us governments. Yeah,、mm. that's that's my name. I'm a school teacher, so you, you, my name is public anyway. So, oh, you're a teacher? Yeah, I teach. What do you teach? Seventh grade civics and eighth grade U.S. history. Oh, really? So you do everything that you do on the side? Yeah. Okay, so for those that's listening that、It's、don't know who Isaiah,、so. aka Zabo, is. He is the creator of the Miami Boys Pool Party.、Um, it's a very, really, really big, really known party. You can hashtag it, look it up. It's in Tallahassee, Florida.、Um, is the party ever going to be down here? This summer. This summer. Okay.、Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about Miami Boys. Like, how did you start at?、Um, Miami Boys started 11 years ago, my freshman year in college at FAMU.、Mm-hmm. It was just a group of us from Miami. Um, and we decided to have a party. We realized that people was always gravitating towards us in the clubs、uh, on campus. So one of the homies, Benedict, who's also the head football coach for Miami Carey City, now he was like, "Yo, let's have a pool party." And I found the spot. We had the pool party, and it shut Tallahassee down. So at the next year, we did it again. Our friends from Miami came, and it just started to catch like. It just、Wildfire. got bigger and bigger from that point. And we, the first artist that came was Iceberg, and that was like a mutual friend. So he slid up, and ever since it just got bigger and bigger. And, that, and this year we just celebrated our 11th annual、um, pool party. Pool so party was it ever was it ever a time that you thought about like kind of slowing、oh, down and、I、not having to, a party no more? I wanted to stop it after I graduated.、Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I graduated, it's done. But as you can see, it, it was the pool party. The whole weekend was way bigger than Isaiah.、Mm. It was bigger than those ten guys that was in my dorm room that day. It was bigger than all of us. It, it became like a staple in Tallahassee. It became like people call it the homecoming of the spring. So it became bigger than us. So I wanted to stop it several times.、Mm. I'll say the fifth, sixth, and seventh year I was done. I, I didn't want to do it anymore. But I realized like, yo, this is bigger than you. And it got bigger and bigger, and it got bigger and bigger. And last year we was able to hand out five book scholarships. This year we're gonna double that to ten. So it's something that I love to do. It's something every, by the looks of it, everybody、um, around the state likes to come to Tallahassee that weekend and have fun. And it's a platform for Miami. Everything in Miami, music, fashion,、yeah. culture, everyone just invades Tallahassee that weekend. Yeah, I went to Miami Boys when I was in college, like two years ago. Oh, so you? But I didn't to... really get to experience it because I literally came down that Sunday. I got down there too late. It was literally like an hour or two left in the party, so I have yet to fully experience the entire weekend. Which and... which、um, pool party did you go to? Where was it? Um, this is when you guys was having an apartment complex still, and like、oh, yeah. it was like a car show out there. Oh, the commons, probably the commons. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I think this was the last year you guys had it in the apartment. Oh, that was the that was the big one. Yep, and it yeah, was like that's probably why we don't have it in apartment complexes anymore. Wow, yeah. I so I haven't gone since then. Yeah, 
So, and I'm pretty sure it's like a conflict, especially, you know, um, Isaiah is a teacher. So, mm-hmm. is that sometimes kind of like a contradiction a little bit? Like, you having pool parties, and then you have such a, like, a professional setting that you go to Monday through Friday. Do they know that you throw these pool parties? My students have uh, <laughs> found out that, oh, this is Mr. Thomas. But to me, it's all about balance. Life is about balance. So, mm-hmm. Um, the pool party doesn't define me. Being a teacher doesn't define me. It's all of who I am as a person. And as you can see, it may be a party on the surface, but if you really pay attention to it, it's a it's a moment of unity. Um, a lot of people coming together. A lot of black young people coming together. Mm-hmm. And there's there haven't been any violence at our pool parties or at our weekend. Serious violence. Anyone getting hurt? And like the scholarship, we're doing it not only for us, but it's a village. We're doing it for the kids to come after us. Mm-hmm. So um, I never, I've had peers, I had teachers, I had administrators say, yo, you can't be doing that party in Tallahassee. It doesn't look good. And I'm like, yo, it doesn't look good to you, but I know that it's a, it's a big You know the deeper meaning behind it's a it. It's purpose. not just a party. Yeah, you may look at it as just a party, and I see it as something totally different. So it's not a conflict of interest to me because it all defines who I am. Mm-hmm. I like to have fun. I like to do ratchet shit. I like to um, party. And I also care about You know about how to handle com- business. I care about my community. I like to teach. I love kids. So it's all about, it's all me at mm-hmm. the end of the day. So. Okay, so another thing. So these original 10 people that started with mm-hmm. you, are they still yes, part all of Yes, all of us are here except Jared. Um, Jared Lewis, he died our freshman year. Oh, and that's sorry, one of the reasons why we keep it going because it's a time to remember him. The scholarships are given out on behalf of the Jared Lewis Foundation. So we started a foundation for him and so his parents could know that he lost his life our freshman year. But you guys but, are still doing yeah, things to remember he him. Will live on, and he will live on in a lot of good ways and helping kids get to college and helping them through college. Okay, that's really, really good. So, you guys, if you haven't had the opportunity to go to Miami Boys, look it up. You know, he said it's one going to be in Miami this summer. But yeah, we're coming of course, this summer. Make sure you guys support. Like, And if you can't go support, repost, it won't hurt to just try it out. Mm-hmm. And this brings us to the question I ask everyone who comes on this show. What is your relationship status at the moment? Oh, I have a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And how long have you guys been together? Uh, I don't know. A long time. Really? Probably two, three years. Two, three years. Yeah. and But we was together in high school. Uh, we stopped talking for like two, three years. What high school you went to? Turning Tech. Man. So we was together in high school. We stopped talking. Um, and we started back talking like two, three years ago. So that's about a seven, eight year span. We didn't talk. And we started back talking. And then y'all started back talking. So yeah. what made you say like... Be back with her again, um, or it just naturally happened. It was it was like a natural thing, and going to FAMU, being around um, every young lady you could possibly think about, experiencing every young lady you could possibly think about. It made you appreciate. Yeah, her. yeah it made you be like, yo, it ain't that was real. And you know, I apologize that you made that bad decision because you're not with a thumb. You apologize to me for going yeah, to family. I apologize to you. That's a whole I thing apologize to you. <laughs> you made a big mistake going to that little school in Volusia County. 
But I, I, I'm the type I love I love Bethune. I never try to I like I like Bethune. <laughs> so But I just want you to know the best HBCU is in Florida and the uh, United States of America is the FAMU Florida oh Agriculture and Mechanical University. So <laughs> is it ever like a conflict with your relationship to party? Um like is the it last ever- two years, she didn't go this year, but the last two years she attended Miami Boys and she understands it's business. And is she's it, partying. No, but is, there, is it ever a time where it's like, because I'm pretty sure other people know y'all date. So yeah. there's every time when people just like, oh, look at such and such. And it's, and it's like, they overstep their texts, boundaries. Oh, yeah. Them, them screenshots or them pictures of something that's really not nothing, but it looked like something. Oh, yeah, I get those. Because you in that environment, people drunk, people got bathing on. Yeah, we had, it was two years ago, it was a young girl. She was outside the club. She was like, where's Zabo? I'm looking for Zabo. And, um, my girlfriend was like just sitting there in the car and she was like why she keep asking about you and I had this plan like she's supposed to be hosting the night so it wasn't um. nothing more than that then she saw how my friends reacted when she was like where's Zabo so she thought it was saying but it wasn't okay 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 well and I respect home if home is there like yo y'all know what time it is tighten up yeah I remember I read an article one time that was um, this guy who used to hang out with P. Diddy, and he was saying no matter how big P. Diddy is, he made sure everyone around him respected Cassie. Like, even if he had stuff going on, mm-hmm. uh, people was always at the house. When she came over, like, shocked. Like, everybody tighten up. Like, get it together. And that just shows you no matter what, you make sure not only you respect who you dating, but your environment. People around you respect them as well. So. Yeah, I, I never be like, oh, I... I don't got a girlfriend. It is, yeah. I got one. I don't mind posting my girl. It is what it is. I'm proud of Do you who post I chose. Yeah, I post them. I don't mind that. Mm, okay. She posts me, I post her. All right. It is what it is. It is what it is. So do you feel like posting validates a situation? Because I nah. talked about that a few episodes ago. We, we, we don't have to post each other. Uh, if she never posted me, I wouldn't care. But I, never, I think she wouldn't care, but... It is what it is. Because y'all passed that stage. It's, it's, it's like, a part of our life. Like, we going on trips. We on trips. I'm on trip one. It's a part of my life. I'm not hiding nothing. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to the topic of this evening. You know, being the fact that you in a nightlife, you a promoter, you throw parties, you do all this. Has there ever come a time in a conversation of a relationship where it's like a curfew? Not necessarily a set. You need to be in a house at this time. But kind of like that mutual understanding of I'm not going to be out past this and this time or I'm not or I expect her and please don't tell me you want them biased people that feel like a dude could stay out later than a female because no. a female why she, she out late she don't even go out she a homebody mm-hmm. so if I'm not telling her yo let's go out and I think she was one of those young ladies that had her parents gave her a lot of freedom growing up so she got a lot of her partying out the way. Mm-hmm. Like, she was the only girl in high school, 15, 14 years old, that was driving. So she she lived, and right now she don't really, she don't party like that. And for me, I don't have a curfew. It just be some days she'd be like, hey, you ain't going nowhere tonight. And I'd be like, all right. And you respect that? Yeah. And if I really want to go, I'd be like, yo, you, you tripping. I'll I see you next, I'll see you tomorrow. You know what? I really like that because I've, I've had that conversation with my significant other, and it's like, at times, you know, he understands, but then there's some times that man in him is like, 
why I gotta come in the house at this time? Why I gotta? But it's like, how you don't get the issue? No, nah, like, why are you? We why? never. If I'm out, she know I'm out. She just be like, yo, just hit me up and let me know you. Her thing is all about safety. And I think she'd be more scared for me when I'm out than anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she'd just be like, you all right? You good? Everything cool? And that she's always been like that. I don't know. We never really had that conversation, but she's. I think she's more. And she said all the time, you can't trust everybody. Hmm. Um, and her whole thing is you never know who's watching. And she say people watch you all the time. Hmm. And we'll be places, she'll be like, people just watch you. So she was like, you need to be careful. Yeah. And that's all. Like, this past weekend when I was in Tallahassee, she, she was texting me, my aunt, um, my business partner, Danny. His brother texted me, and that what made me. I, I, I left everybody, and I went to the hotel that day. He would just sent me a text message out the blue and was like, yo, be careful. Yeah, and I I respect I respect his like his vision, and his he, I feel like he's so in tune with what's going on around him. For him to have those vibes, I told them to just drop me off to the hotel. I stayed in the hotel all day Friday yeah, until it was like time the, to go to the club. The world we live in is like really crazy right now. So it's just like you could be thinking that. You could be watching for one thing, but it really be your friends around you envious of you and putting you in bad situations. And people don't even notice that. Yeah. And I know that sometimes as females, we see things that y'all don't see. And y'all might see stuff we don't see. Yeah. Because it's just a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And I had that conversation a lot, especially when somebody really care about you. It's like, you might see that, okay, this person really don't mean you that well. Or this person really, like, you know, have don't have the best intentions for you. So that's really, really good that she liked that. So... When you out, it's never like a time where you're like, all right, it's too late. I ain't get ready to go home. Or you would just keep pushing it. Like, have you yeah. have you ever beat the sun? Now, have you ever, the sun ever beat you home? Nah. I don't even go that hard anymore. I used to. How old are you? 29. You're 29. Okay, okay. So I used to go hard, but now I don't go that hard to beat this. This is Danny? Yeah. Danny, you, the sun beats you home sometimes? Every day. Every, oh, all right. That's Sharitha. Oh, alright. She's another illustrious Bethune Cookman. Help her with the dough, little Chris. So, do you feel in a relationship, Danny, it's okay for you to be out with the sun? Chasing? No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think it's all it's all in moderation. It's all in moderation. Danny goes hard. I don't Dan- go hard. Oh, Danny like go that. hard. <laughs> yeah, he goes hard. So it's like it's like kind of like a curfew without saying it's a curfew. What and I ain't gonna put. I'm not gonna be in this interview, but because I live, I live my own lifestyle. But I don't go as hard as I used to go. Um, but I also do like to enjoy life. And if a night just calls for me to rock out, then I rock out. As long as everything at home is solid, everything is always solid at home. It ain't like I'm rocking out. Do you check in? Of course, always. Okay, okay. Respectful. Yeah, I think that's just every man should know that. Like, yo, I'm good. I'm still out. Like, you just hanging out, and she should understand. Yo, if I'm hanging out, I'm hanging out. But you at least send a text. You at least you yeah. Know. But if I'm too drunk, I may not send a text. But she you might just pull up to the house drunk. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. so you know, for those that are... I've had those nights where she'd be like, yo, take your drunk ass over. I'm like, yo, chill out. 
So you, you went really hard at night. Yeah. That's but you know, I really respect. It sounds like you really, really respect her. So it's just yeah. what I always stress to people: communication could end so many problems. Because sometimes I'm like, you could really just be out, and things could have went so left field. You could have hopped in somebody's car. You could have really just be in a situation where you really can't come home at a decent time. Mm-hmm. But if you communicate that, it's like, especially if you just keep in contact with your partner. It, I'm it really surprised people have those problems. Like, because sometimes ah, people, you got a curfew. What man? We two grown individuals. Yo, I'm going out with my dogs. I'll be home when I'm home. It's simple. But you still know you ain't gonna mud it. Yeah, but, but I don't. It, but I don't it's see not like be a big problem in people' relationships. But I think I think it's not a problem. I think sometimes people have single tendencies where they want to be in relationships. They got that one foot in, one foot out. So they want that person, but then they want to still move and carry on like they single and be out every night oh, and be out till the sun come out. So you got to realize everybody don't have the same mindset. So, but you could you could be out till the sun come out doing a good thing and be out for an hour and fifteen minutes doing a bad win. thing. Wow. And be like, I'm finna step out, and you ain't. I'm about you to step in something. <laughs> you right about that. You are so right about that. Just cause it's late, that don't mean nothing. But the chances, that, yeah, you you so right about that. That's why you gotta just wait for things to reveal themselves. All that sitting around trying to be investigator. And I don't, man. And you don't what? We we're not married right now. But respect is due to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know if it's, I just feel like a lot of people just be looking for relationships with validation and nothing mm. else. Like, they don't be looking t- to be in a relationship to build with someone. And it just be, it look I, I need, and I, I don't know if it's social media or what it is, but a lot of people just be like, oh, I need somebody. Like, you don't need nobody. Or sometimes people, people like the idea of the person they went but they don't respect them like it look good to be with that person that they with because you know everybody bring different stuff to the table but they don't entirely respect them or the, the relationship that they quote unquote have it's like alright I'm, I'm gonna have you here but I'm not doing everything to keep you here no. so that's when y'all run into them problems and it's like because certain stuff like that it's how you said it shouldn't even be a conversation about what time you should and shouldn't be home because we grown but that respect in you for your partner is like, why are you even out all night? Why are you even making a habit of doing that consistently? It's like, it's no respect. So that goes back to what you said. And that brings us to the what would you do segment. What would I do with what? What would you do in like a random situation? You, you going to ask me the question? No, you have to ask me the question. What would you do in a random situation? I swear, your personality is just, because he's just really just so like, Blatantly honest. We had a I, whole conversation before this. <laughs> so what? What would you do? Shit. <laughs> like anything? I can ask you anything. Anything. Alright. Um. What would you do if a butt naked man ran ahead oh right now gosh. with a gun? With a gun? Yeah, with a gun. Like he ran right with Danny standing, butt naked with a gun. What would you do? Well, Danny will have to stop him first. Danny, you gonna protect us. But Danny, you could at least kick him or something. No, you still didn't tell me what you gonna do. Okay, first off, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna think to myself. Oh, you gonna think? He don't have no clue. I'm not gonna lie. I don't react quickly when stuff like that happen. I'm like, what? I'm a freezer. Uh, I don't scream. I don't. But I'm just a freezer. Like I just sit and be like trying to 
over calculate stuff in my head. Like you ever been someone they start shooting at a party? I don't. Yeah, run. I've been there a lot. Yeah, and I, I don't do all that running and stuff. I just you don't run. Freeze. I get low. <laughs> I get low and I find somewhere to, a wall or a car to get against and I get low. But if he ran right now, I have to jump over you because I wouldn't have time to be. I ain't gonna lie. What if a butt do? naked man ran in here with a gun right now, I'm gonna look at them boys right there, and based off what they do, gonna tell me a lot about them. Yeah, what y'all gonna do? Hey, the buddy that be I fucking with I our think... garbage can would run in here butt naked I with think a y'all gun. Y'all still be playing the game. <laughs> Bruh, something mentally wrong with him. We just can't beat him. I, I want to. Nah, but if something mentally wrong, that means he real trigger happy. Nah, he, he uh, we talking about a guy he walk by every day and just go through our garbage can. What does and he get out of it? He's looking for cigarette butts or any, like, leftover drugs. Okay, so now we know if somebody ran in here butt naked with a gun... Isaiah's not doing nothing. He wants to see what the people at the door are going to do. Yeah, I want to see what yeah, the boys going to do. Run. Danny's not doing anything. He sees he's gonna uh, grab a chair. I don't know what the chair is gonna do. So a gun. Oh, he gonna hit him with the chair. Oh, you don't want to touch him. Right. I just hit him with the shit with the chair. Oh my gosh. So. So how many of these? What What would you do? Is you gonna ask me so I can get them no, all planned? One. Oh, all right. But you were supposed to ask me. Alright. You already asked. Alright. I thought oh you were, I thought it was gonna be more that I have to ask you, so I was gonna get them loaded up in my mind. So, um, right about now we're recording at Black House. The Roots the Collective roots Black House. Collective Black House. So mm-hmm. just tell us a little bit about exactly how this came about. Alright, so the Roots Collective Black House is a retail store of our Roots Collective clothing. It's um, the house of our Roots printing. We do um, all type of printing, t-shirts, logo, um, banners, posters. And on the back side, we built a gazebo area, which is our community safe space, which we also allow people and ourselves. We have events, parties. Yeah, I know um, Slush House is here. Yeah, we have different events here. Um, if you know anything about Miami's party scene, it is lacking a lot. And at the same time, to rent out a venue is a lot of money. So we felt we'll provide a space for people in our community to bring their ideas to life. So are you making things affordable? Yes, we're, we are. Very, it's not free because we <laughs> still have to keep doors open. We still have to keep our lights on. But it's very affordable. It's probably one of the most affordable venues in the city. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, that's really, really nice. So and we opened up and we received our keys in May of last year. And we opened up, we had our official grand opening in October. So y'all been opening, why it took so long for y'all to open? Um, trial and error. This was our first time establishing a brick and mortar spot. This floor changed about four times before we got it to where it was. Um, the paint on this wall changed about four times before we opened our door. And it was oh, trial and error. Like painted that? Yes. All this is different art from different artists. Um, this right here is from B. Mike. He's like a world-renowned artist from New Orleans. In the middle, those three, I call it My Holy Trinity. Um, a guy named Kill from Miami did that. Next to it is Nipsey. Tough Moolah did that. To the right of that is a collage of our black marketplaces, an event that we have every month. 
where we um, highlight and showcase black businesses around South Florida. Ooh. To the right of that, you have um, a piece that was done by a young lady from Quad Art Gallery in oh. Oh. Quad Art Gallery in New Orleans. Well, Danny, correct you. Yeah, so. Okay, um, so you contacted these people and they all came here. Yeah, it, basically it was them showing love and us. Um, we provided a space for these artists doing Art Basel, so they was oh. able to bless us with some pieces. And how was your first Art Basel? Oh, I think we probably had the best Basel event out of anyone throwing a Black Basel event. We had this place packed wall to wall. We had vendors. We had um, a lot of art being showcased and a lot of art that was sold that night. So I just thought about it. Um, We got to have a one-year anniversary for Mugs Get Our Keys. If you need a host, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost May. What month we in now? May. We in May. Oh. We got our keys in May. So a year. So we do it in May? We should do something in the May. That's Sharika's yeah. birthday. Sharika even didn't introduce herself. That was in the middle of the show, so I didn't want to But hello, everybody. I'm Sharika, but you can call me Riri. Or Riri. Wow. You, you guys see you this is so Bethune organic too? right now. Yeah, she went to the illustrious Bethune Cookman. He went to the, the Rattlers. Sorry. How old are you guys? Come on. <laughs> if you say you was in college two years ago, so I get that. I'm turning 24 I'm 23. Oh, all right. You're all right. So we're going to wrap up this really, really, really interesting episode. Now we know if you guys are ever in Miami in the inner city area, make sure you stop by the Roots Black House 5505 Northwest 7th Avenue. Show us some love. Follow oh, us okay. on social media, Instagram, at Roots Black House. Um, also Roots underscore Collective Roots Printing And we have an event tonight Every Wednesday Not every Wednesday Every second and fourth Wednesday Low Key Wednesdays Live music Hosted by Jay Howard um, A very um, talented young individual out of Miami Jay Howard what, what does he do? He sings He sings, produce He's everything Like when I say one of the most talented individuals I ever met it's Jay Howard. Y'all ain't got no curfew. Y'all should stay. Y'all got a curfew? She look like she. Oh, y'all got curfews. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Y'all got so curfews. Eddie. You got to go to sleep early? She got to get back on the road of mine. To go back she to. She still live up there. Um, you, you are familiar with the party scene in Daytona? All right, we're going to have to talk. Look, we're networking. Because I have something for Daytona. Oh, we're networking right now. So, and also make sure you guys check out Miami Boys Pool Party. It's going to be coming to Miami this summer. And if you ever want to go to the one in Tally, it will be next year, correct? Next April. Next April. Every April. Make sure you guys the tune in, of the support, spring. follow Zabo when you get a chance. Please give them your social media names. Um, Zabo777 on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. And just to like, you know, Give us an early sneak peek. Do you have any more projects coming up that we should be on the lookout for? We know that you guys are going to have a one-year turn up. Mm-hmm. We know that you guys are going to have Miami Boys in Miami. Anything mm-hmm. else coming up that you can give exclusively here with me right now? We will be um, rewarding 10 deserving high school students that will be attending FAMU. 
with Ooh. book scholarships at the annual Miami Summer Realm. Yeah, yes. tell your cousin to apply JerryLewisFoundation.org. Yes. When is the deadline? Because he's really the deadline will be Memorial Weekend, so you got a few more weeks to apply. JerryLewisFoundation.org. Yeah, he gonna have him next semester. Yeah, so look, blessings. He's, blessings. he's from Miami. Oh well, he apply. Tell him apply. Okay, all right. So make sure you guys check that out. You know any um, students that are in the process of going to fam in the fall, mm-hmm. please hit up Zabo for the Jared Lewis Foundation so they can be, you know, possibly yeah. qualified to get a book scholarship. We all need book money because I know I and sure do. Right. So. Yeah, and what what we always say when we went to college, a lot of us went with a few dollars in our pocket, what our parents could spare, what our families were able to spare. And so we felt like just putting something in kids' pockets, you never know. Because I know I was one of the ones that had a little money when I first got on the hill. I was able to help friends, and after my money went out, they were able to help me. Um, I worked my whole life, so I was working. And I, it's three, I know how to shoot dice, so I was able to make money. All it took was the walk for, oh, I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> well, Waffle House did wonders in college. But okay, you guys, thanks for tuning in tonight. Make sure you send me suggestions, comments, or anything. Let me know how you feel, like, in a relationship. Should you have a quote-unquote curfew or not? Or should that should be, like, a conversation that shouldn't be had? Because it's crazy that people really it's a reflect back I know a couple that actually have curfews, but I get what you're saying. That's like, it shouldn't even be discussed. It should automatically know. Yeah, like, Especially if you leave the house real late, that person should automatically know you're going to come to the house late. And in Miami, the club don't start jumping around 2 o'clock. So, let me link it up around 12 to go to the club. Let me know how you guys feel. Please hit me up at email to talk with you at gmail.com. Instagram to talk with you and Twitter to talk with you on. Let me know if you agree, disagree, or it is what it is. We're going to be out all night, hanging out all night because 9 out of 10, you might be out. So, whatever, however your relationship go, whatever floats your boat, please let me know. And have a great. I use my mama rule. When I was in high school, my mama would say, when 2, 3 o'clock comes, just text me and tell me you're all right. In high school, I yeah. couldn't go nowhere. I want out. I I want out. Oh no, nah, my o'clock. mom. Two, three o'clock. She just be like, "Y'all still out? Text me." You had a cool mom. Yeah, come on. yeah come I was on. Six, tripping. I was sixteen <laughs> years old and take one. So, oh, you was living. Okay. I was, yeah. Yeah, I my was, mom was like really, really straight. I couldn't do nothing. Yeah. I mean, I could do stuff, but I mean, I went out late. You know, I went out. Yeah, my mom, she say two, three o'clock. Just text me, let me know you're straight, and that's uh, I still use that rule to this day. We logging out. <laughs> Bye, you guys. <laughs>